Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Okay, let's see here. I'm looking up a word. Oh, hi, everyone. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha, and you caught me. Yes, you know, I was looking up a word, and it has to do with what we will be talking about today. Um, another foundation, another attribute of mindfulness. And the the word is acceptance. The problem is, have you ever looked up a word? And when you looked it up, there are many different definitions. And so um, I am looking up the word acceptance on dictionary.com. And um, as a noun, acceptance means the act of taking or receiving something offered. Okay, that's, that's one. Number two is favorable reception, approval, favor. Or how about this one? The fact or state of being accepted or acceptable. Now that is something that I've always struggled with when the definition of the word is in the definition. If you didn't know what the word meant, then that definition would really make it difficult to really understand what the word is. But before I go any farther, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, thank you so much for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to my listeners wherever they are at. Now let's get started with acceptance. So when we're talking about acceptance, the the attribute of, um, of uh, acceptance when we're talking about mindfulness, as as you can see, we have to have one definition, one working definition, shall I say, so that this can be mindful and make sense to us. Um, the reference I've been putting in the description, I, I hope you have had had a chance to uh, take a look at it. It is a wonderful, wonderful uh, work of Ruth McCaffrey, Ph.D., Paula Webster, and Mary Ellen Southard. Um, they got together and put a, I consider, a very comprehensive package together called Understanding Mindfulness Practices for nurses and patients. And I was so happy to discover this this course and so much so that I'm sharing it with you. Um, as a nurse, you know, we must con- 
kind of keep up with our continuing education. And as an educator, always, I am always learning to help make my delivery of information to you and to everyone up to date. And I want to make sure my practice is within standards and up to date. And so uh, this article, Understanding Mindfulness Practice for Nurses and Patients, I just, I think this was excellently done. And I am so happy to share this with you. And I would like to use the definition that Dr. McCaffrey and her colleagues used in this article. And so very simply, but with a lot of thought, acceptance can be defined as an expression of lived wisdom, quote, unquote, because as Dr. McCaffrey and her colleagues point out in this article that acceptance is is not um, an attitude of just passive resignation and just giving up and just accepting anything. That's not in in the mindfulness aspect. That's not what acceptance means. But rather, it means to allow the mindful practitioner, whoever they may be, to see clearly and have a clear vision of what is going on right now. And so that may mean that when we're looking at the world in the now, it it may mean that things are really not rosy, everything's going okay, we're dancing in the flowers. Um, and and also, it doesn't mean that uh, we're going to be reactive to strong emotions and then react from that, that strong emotion. So, for example, uh, strong emotions such as fear and anger, loneliness, and, and um, isolation, those emotions um, we've heard a lot from uh, many resources, especially during this pandemic era. Um, I also just want to mention that I've, I completed a wonderful um, summit symposium. It was, it was called the... Um, Mindfulness for Health Care Summit. And during that summit, there was oh, many, many, many speakers, experts, in, and practitioners uh, of mindfulness, M- many health care um, physicians, doctors, counselors, uh, educators. They shared... Um, different um, situations such as burnout, um, what meant the population is experiencing or has experienced during this COVID situation. And so 
many topics were was on um, health professional burnout and as well as uh, dealing with crises and and uh, dealing with um, the magnitude of death and and that impact of death as well as racism and the um, the impact of racism or the denial of racism in a society and and i I think um, from looking at the agendas from the mindful health care summit, it really accentuated the acceptance definition that is addressed in Dr. McCaffrey's article. Uh, I, I think one thing that really has to be emphasized is, with, is that when we're talking about acceptance, uh, it, it really is a very difficult thing to approach in many, many, many uh, uh, arenas. Um, oftentimes, such strong emotions are met, and I've spoken about this in previous podcasts, but I would like to reiterate it here, is it triggers the um, the response of, of um, denial, acceptance, bargaining, depression, and um, acceptance. Uh, and so uh, with with that, those stages of death is one way it's categorized or change. Um, there is a fluctuation between those different stages. And so here, um, in, when we're talking about mindfulness and the acceptance part, it is a very complex and uh, often difficult emotion. And so with mindfulness, um, it is okay and there should be no fear in addressing the now. Previously, we spoke about the awareness, the awareness of the now, and that's a major part also of mindfulness is to be attentive to the now. And so you know, the, the the question is, what if the now is not so great? And so it's easier to deal with uh, entity of time rather than the now, but maybe reminisce of the past or um, live in a dreamland of the future. Uh, if we don't address the now, how can we prepare for the future? Because if we are in a mindset of making the world better, if if we're trying to make the world better and we're not addressing what's going on now, then we're actually not changing the world. We're changing something that's not real, a fantasy, a movie, is entertainment. And I think that goes along with being aware and recognizing and using our emotional intelligence to 
to uh, have compassion of what is going on and uh, and appropriately responding to what the situation is now. Imagine a life-changing event has happened. Many, and we think about these past couple of years, many life-changing events has, has happened. And I think one of the things that has occurred that is not too hard to imagine is what has been the emotional and compassionate response to various tragedies and situations that has happened in our current times. And I think that has been a little bit off. Um, when we are dealing with acceptance, it doesn't mean that we are cold-hearted, but what it does mean is that we are willing and open without judgment to see clearly what is going on at this time with the caveat that we are willing and open without judgment to improve and help to make things better. Not to control, not to manipulate, but to honestly and truthfully share ideas, share pain, uh, to recognize what's going on, discomforts, pressures, burnout, and to address what's going on. And what happens is when these things are are worked on with a wise and clear point of view, the product, if I can say the product, or maybe the outcome of, of working and improving really addresses or really helps the situation that is going on. Uh, you know, there's one thing that I think I had a conversation with someone earlier and we were, we were talking about, um, teenagers in particular early. And, um, there's one thing in, that this person said is that, you know, teenagers want, they, they have a lot of things going on. There's so many changes going on. And so they're, they want truth and they want trust. But sometimes when they try to express some of the turmoils and some of the confusion that's going on with them, uh, sometimes when they try to verbalize it or show it, it's, it's not really received or it's not accepted. And so what happens is different um behaviors are shown that kind of covers up uh, the true the 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 true uh, emotions so that they can be accepted in their in their um social world but deep down there may be anger there may be hurt and so what if 
we had a situation where not only teenagers, but everyone, whatever age group, whatever race, whatever religion, whatever point of view, what would happen if we lived in a world where we are accepted, not meaning that we lay down like a doormat or not meaning that we have to receive everything that is given. But if something is uncomfortable, if something is not meeting our needs, that we can honestly and truly, without fear, verbalize that or show and express it, and our voice is heard and accepted. Not to be manipulated, but just to be accepted. And then from that point, what can we do to make things better? And so with that point of view, what can we do to make things better? Um, I, I invite you to hold back on bringing out a toolbox and offering your services to fix someone else's perspective. But it must be a collaborative and an open discussion however painful or productive it will be. And so um, <laughs> this is just an example of why this part of mindfulness, the foundation of acceptance, is, is a bit compl complex and difficult, but we're not going to run away from it, right? We are going to accept it and we're going to work with it. So I am so happy that you joined me. This session was a little bit difficult and complex, and that's the way it's supposed to be because we're talking about acceptance. Thank you so much, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.